when questions need answers and time is running out, when all is too dark and hope is all too distant of a memory, the world turns to two guys drinking. Episode 10, Double Digits. Mm. What's up, friends? This is Two Guys Drinking. I am Curdy B. And I'm AJ Picard. This is a show where we like to bring you guys into our lives and talk about the stuff you talk about basically at a social gathering, I guess. That's how, yeah. that's how we like to do it, just like we're at the bar. Yeah. It's the kind of conversations we all have when we uh, when we drink a little bit and we're with some good friends and we want to kind of discuss uh, whatever the hell we feel like discussing. Mm. Speaking of drinking. Yeah. What oh. you drinking? I just popped. I'm actually finally testing our theory, dude. That you've mentioned twice, and I've called you a liar twice. I just got back from the gym. Okay. And oh, trying... the hydration theory. Yeah, the beer beer for a hydration theory, which I don't believe at all. But hey, it is called Two Guys Drinking. This is what we do. So I'm drinking a Rogue uh, Dead Guy Ale. Oh, so, I love the Dead Guy Ale. Yeah. yeah, just it's a classy, it's a classy beer. Oregon brewed. We like Oregon brews. We like Washington brews. Mm-hmm. Shout out Portland, beautiful Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, I'm drinking uh, uh, scotch, and I know that we've drank scotch before, but uh, I'm starting to feel a little, little sick, a little congested. So another thing we've read, you know, uh, alcohol can be medicine. So yep, you know, we're we're both testing theories today. I'll right. let you know. I'll let you know if I feel better. Yeah, yeah. Text me in the morning. Yeah. Gra- Grandpa's old cough medicine. Well done. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. So today. We are choosing a topic that uh, you you actually kind of came out of the blue with this, and I liked it. I was definitely yeah. on board with it. You wanna you wanna fill them in? Yeah. So uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the American dream, mm-hmm. the American or American, however it be, you know, and uh, what that's all about, you know. So uh, what what we see it uh, if it's still real, you know, or and what it looks like today. So right, because yeah. the Ameri- the American dream, I think, has changed maybe from what we what it was. I don't know. I guess its origination, its inception, yeah. what it was created for, uh, all of that. Well, it's a common so, expression we all hear, and yeah. I don't know if. And, and I've had conversations with other people. They're like, hey, "It's bullshit," and so mm. I kind of wanted to dig into it. And so we yeah. may not we may not agree, but. Uh, Mm. Before we get into that, right. I want—I just want to see how you do it, bud. Ah, of course. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm actually really good. I am—I'm busy. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I mean, my life's busy. My life outside of the podcast is busy, but uh, but I got nothing to complain about. It's summer's winding down. I'm a little bit. Uh, that's it's bummer town a little yeah. bit. I was so excited. This was my. This was the year where I was. I realized that I don't like winter anymore. <laughs> Aside from, and maybe it's because I hit my three O man, and I'm getting yeah. old. But like, I realized that I don't like the cold, and sure. I'm, I mean, for snowboarding and for being like doing outdoor activities, I like it. But just living in it and going through the day to day and the cold and the rain and the snow, yeah. like I looked so forward to summer. And we just had just a magnificent. We had a beautiful summer, summer up here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was drought and there was you know ter- wildfires and stuff, and but I'm not gonna focus on the negative. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was also I appreciate a lot, that. <laughs> there was also a lot of sunshine and just really pretty, really pretty oh. scenery and stuff to do outside. Absolutely, 
My, so, I mean, me and my kids, um, we we hung out all summer at the pool. Like it was yeah. just, it was just a beautiful summer up here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot to do when the sun's out and it's out till nine, ten o'clock at night. So um, we're kind of winding down, and that's a little bit of a bummer. But I also am looking forward. I hope we do have a mean winter because I didn't get any snowboard time in last year. So yeah. that that'll, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. I've heard that uh, you're gonna be disappointed, bud. What? Yeah. It's supposed to be El Nino or El Nino or some shit like that. So mm. we ain't getting any snow this summer or winter. My summer. buddy, my buddy told me yesterday that the Farmer's Almanac says we're supposed to be getting snow, and I heard that they already have snow. They got ten inches up at Crystal or something. What? Well, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't know. May, yeah. Well, well, you're gonna find out. I won't yeah. see snow for shit. Right. Right. I, I get to keep doing summer. Yeah, well, for, well, for a while. Yeah, not the kind of summer you want to have. Yeah, yeah, it'll be sad and sun, so you know, good. Mm-hmm. So, how, how about how about you, man? How are you? I'm good, man. I just kind of wanted to uh, to to share um, with the people that we're kind of a big deal now. Mm. And this week, two guys drinking got our first troll. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, right. We got their first asshole to like try and. Uh, bully us on uh, on Instagram at uh, Two Guys Drinking Podcast. That's our Instagram. And so I posted a picture about the whole Tom Brady thing. You know, we're big Seahawks fans. We got into that in our uh, our uh, football special. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady got uh, got let let off the hook. Yep. So Judge came in and said, "No, I don't. I don't see much." Right. So I posted this picture and it showed uh, that it said it was a meme, right? And it said. Uh, there are three types of people in this world. And the first group is like this big crowd. And it said the people that think Tom Brady's Tom Brady's guilty. And then it said the people that are wrong and had two pictures of Patriot fans holding signs that said free Tom Brady. <laughs> and then it had a picture of the, of the judge. And it said, and the judge who has Tom Brady on his fantasy team. Like yeah. I, I thought it was a funny picture. I, I saw, I saw it on somebody else. I didn't make it. So I just put it on our Instagram and this total tool shed went on there and, like, I thought he was just maybe a Patriots fan at first. He's like, you're dumb. And I was like, okay. Sorry. Yeah, cool, but, dude. Yeah. So I, I just told him, I, I said, hey, thanks, bud. You know, like, I get, we can all be fans and if you, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he just straight went into, like, this shit. He's like, yeah, no wonder you have 47 followers. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. I, yeah, like, we just started and, you know. Instagram, I love Instagram, first of all. This is kind of yeah. a cool thing. I never did it before. Obviously, uh, pretty professional. And Raven kind of takes care of a lot of that stuff for us. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, we got to rely on her. She's she's the one who gets busy work done. Yeah, her and her team. So, yeah. uh, so basically, it just went on and on. And this dude was just a total dick. Like, he said that uh, we were idiots. Uh, he also said that we were the only 40-year-old men who say bra. <laughs> I was like 40 I like how he called us 40 yeah I saw that that's awesome so then some other people chimed in and basically called him an, an asshole and I don't know he just left us alone but it's a big deal we're a big deal now we got a freaking yeah. troll on the internet so yeah dude you can't yeah you can't be completely satisfied in life until you have a couple haters man hey they hate us cause they ain't us we have the haters cause they ain't us and he's got a small wiener but we already know that Most so likely. let it be yeah so, American Dream, do you think 
do you think well, it's hold on, hold on. Before yeah. you get in, before you yeah. even get into the American dream, what I want to do is I think we should set a baseline. And I'm going to tell you what I found the American dream to be classified as. Because anybody can go on Google. Okay, let's define just, it. Yeah, we need to do a definition of what. Because okay. every, everybody's definition is going to be different. And you're going to hear our opinion maybe. But here is the baseline for the American dream. It says the American dream is a national ethos of the United States. A set of ideals in which freedom includes the opportunity for prosperity and success. And an upward social mobility for the family and children achieved through hard work in a society with few barriers. Hmm. That's the American dream. That's the quote from uh, Wikipedia, let's say. I don't know if it was from Wikipedia, but it's like there the American dream.com. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, real quick, speaking about Wikipedia, I tried to create a Wikipedia page about us. Mm. They shot us down so quick. Really? It was deleted in like five seconds. <laughs> oh, they said this must be a joke. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I started, I sent him an email. I was like, "No, it's serious. This is like a legit thing." You know, they thought. I mean, because I mean, we're crazy. So I, I yeah. guess people don't believe that's, it. But that's yeah. pretty cool. So back back into it. Sorry back to derail. Yeah, team. you bring it back. I need to bring it back. Bring it I'm, pull, back. I'm yeah. pulling a Tony here. Yeah. So, so your question was, do I believe in it? Yeah. Do you think it's real? I think it's different. I think it's different than that quote. I think that's the intention, and that's what people want to believe. Yeah. And I, th- I think that my interpretation of the American dream as an American is different than what the rest of the world would interpret as the American dream. Sure. But I have a pessimistic view about it. I'm going to be honest. I do. I really think that the American dream is not about what I thought this said, you know, what it said about having equal prosperity and, or having the ability to, to achieve to prosperity. prosperity. Yeah, and, and to not have barriers that are in the way or that's the goal of the American dream. And I think that we all know that there's – not to get too ugly with it, but there's racism, there's classism, there's inequalities, sure. there's all sorts of stuff. That, and I think that's a part of life, not just America. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think those exist. But I think that we do a good job of, of recognizing them and trying to work through them. So I like to think that maybe that's part of the American dream, the real well, part. Well, do you think that it can be easier to be successful here or at least – relatively speaking because i mean people will come to america because they think even at our worst here you're still living better than you know average in other places absolutely see what i'm saying yeah so do you think it's easier to be successful here that there are less barriers than some other places yeah and that comes down to and here's my thing and i think we've even talked about this before what's frustrating to me about america is if you've traveled, and I'm not saying I've traveled all over the world, but I have been to parts of the world, and I've been to parts of the world that really have poverty. Yeah. And I, it's interesting to, to look at that din- dynamic or, I guess, the comparison between American poverty or what we call poverty and then what the rest of the world is, you know? Sure. And I've heard statistics that set over 70% of the world is in poverty. And, you know, what we consider poverty here is eating fast food and really living in a, a trailer or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. And so I don't – success is measured differently too. And I think if it's financial success, then, yeah, you have a ton of opportunity here. I think if it's the freedom of being able to practice whatever religion you want, be, be able to 
be whatever gender you want, that sort of thing. We do. We that is part of the American dream. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. But so, I, it it is unequal. I think it's unequal. But uh, oh, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. No, I don't think anybody here. Well, anybody here shouldn't disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I bet there are people that do disagree with you, but they should. Well, and, and that's just their perspective. Yeah. And from their perspective, maybe it's not. But from the perspective of of being around people who uh, who are of different gender, or are of a different sexual orientation, or are you know, because we, we live in an area who's not – we live in, I'd say, a pretty white – Pacific Northwest is a pretty white part of the country. Yeah. But, I mean, Certainly. depending on your neighborhood. I mean, but um, but I think that there is a lot of other stuff here that's different. I mean, people are keep Portland weird. People are weird, and that's okay. And I think yeah. that that's something that I'm happy I raise my family around here so that they can witness that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love the Pacific Northwest. I think that this – that if there is an American dream in the Pacific Northwest, it is, or in the in the United States, it's here. I mean, yeah. people are a lot more into helping each other out and into being inclusive and into, you know, uh, love, peace, and all that jazz. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Well, let me tell you. Let's go into this. Let me tell you what I found as for research as what Americans think of the American dream. Okay. Okay. And this is these are percentages of Americans who consider the following categories I'm going to talk about of extreme important importance in their vision of the American dream, okay? Okay. So, we'll start at the top. 78% of people think having personal freedom is part of the American dream. Okay. 75% think that having basic needs met, you know, food, shelter, clothing, water, that's yeah. What, yeah, that's clean water to drink. That is part of the American dream. 71 Achieving one's potential. Okay. What, is, in, whatever. what does that even mean? Exactly. I think that one's a little bit ambiguous. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 67, having enough free time. Okay. Um, those two I'm a little bit off on, but yeah. f- 54% being in harmony with nature. Hmm. Uh, I, I respect that. Sure. And 23% achieving affluence. So, uh, you know, reaching that that level yeah. of success, let's say. Having a peacock in your yard. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think of an ostrich, but well, yeah. that's always been. I told my wife right when we first even started dating, like nine, ten years ago, and I said, um, "I'll know that I've made it, that my American dream has been succeeded when I own a freaking peacock." Right, right. There's no, other, there's no point to having one other than to have one to show that you're affluent. And I know just, they're not very expensive. But just if you went to somebody's house and they got a damn peacock just walking around. Yeah, they're big time. Baller. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I hope you get your peacock, man. It's going to happen one of these days. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the mission. Set it. Set your. Yeah. What's that? What's that saying? You probably know. What's that saying? Something about, you know, like shoot for the moon yes, and you'll land it, among the stars. What is absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. It says shoot for the moon because if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that one, by the way. So the moon is is so what's the stars in my scenario? The moon it would be the peacock. What's stars? Chickens? Yeah, you're probably gonna end up having your own eggs, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's not bad. I'll take it. No, no, that's I'll take good. It. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I love no. some like uh, homegrown eggs, man. Hell yeah. So yeah, so, that's that's a picture of the American dream, which which I can I can hop on board with part of that because I think that's we both gauge. Unfortunately, we live in a society that gauges your success in life by things that I don't agree with. 
Yeah. But at times you find yourself playing the game. You know what I mean? I, I don't think that that the amount of money you have in a, your bank account is, is what makes you as a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's easy to buy into that to that cultural stereotype that that is the level of success that you've reached is what you have in your bank account. Sure. You know, and we, we take for granted then who we are as human beings. You know, who has the biggest house? Who drives the nicer car? Like that kind of stuff. So we're very materialistic in our country. You got to keep uh, up with the Joneses. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And it's a lot of that determines not just quote unquote your level of success air quotes um but i like that you did the air quotes uh, you know i do that i appreciate that (laughs) but it also determines your level of what you uh how you gauge your own self-worth what kind of confidence you have as a person you know if if you want to buy into that and you don't meet the marks that you think that you should Mm. uh, all all that's tough man it's tough I, I, to me, uh, a big part of the American dream is not only the affluent, affluence and, and, and having money and being successful in however way that you perceive that that level should be. But I think also part of it is, and I think that a lot of Americans struggle with this, is doing something that you know you want to do, that mm-hmm. you, you have a passion for. And, and I'm seeing a big shift in, in, uh, in our culture right now where there's, there's a lot of artists there's a lot of people that are finding ways to make money doing what they love to do. And then they just keep making more money. And then not only are they they're, they're gaining uh, that sort of revenue, but they're also just super enjoying themselves. I mean, we're not making any money, but this is something – this is an endeavor of, of a passion of ours. This is a love that we have for like having this type of uh, – uh, uh, relationship and putting a show on like this because it's something that we enjoy, right? Right, right. And it's the, the interaction. And, yeah, and there's plenty of people that enjoy doing this and get good at it and then make money off of it. And then they continue to do it and continue to make more money and then they're just, you know, they're living in that, like, cool zone of what I imagine that, to me, like, that's that's the American dream. You know, and, I, and you see, like, the YouTubers, or like the Bat Dad. Have you seen Bat Dad? Yeah, I've seen some of the stuff on YouTube. Yeah, dude, that guy makes bank, and all he does is ten second vines that are funny, and he's wearing a Batman mask, and he says like, "Hey, hey, get away from that!" And it's funny, and he's enjoying himself, and he's doing fine. So let me ask you something. Yeah, because I'm on I'm on board with what you're saying, but I'm curious where you're going to stand on this question. So. What percentage of people in our culture? It's I know it's hard. It's a weird question, but what percentage do you think are living the American dream? Then, or at least trying. Let's just even say trying to live the American dream. If if, if that's if that's your envision of it, doing something that you want to do and being, I guess I'm not even going to say successful, but doing it, but achieving uh, that level. I think I'd say. Like coming out of high school or in in your early thirties, I'd say twenty five percent. I'm just completely spitball, spit uh, spitballing. Like twenty five percent really try and go out and do what they want to do, do what they love to do. Like go to school. Like this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then once they hit enough roadblocks, they eventually you know decide that all right, let me find a job that's going to pay the bills. That's going to help me meet my responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know, and and I did that and I don't know if you did, but eventually I found that I happened myself into a job that I really love, that I wouldn't have known that I love. But this isn't what I would have picked to do. 
you know, when I was 18 or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not your dream. No. Not your dream pick. If I had my way, I'd be a damn rock star. Yeah. I'd, I'd be on stage all the time doing shows or anything, but that just didn't pan out, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, but I think at the end of the day, the percentage that actually lived the American dream as I had defined it, less than 1%. I say that too, man. And yeah, we are in agreement then because it's the easy road. And I'm not saying easy because it's easy, but because it makes sense is the easy road is the logical road. And it's to do what everybody else does. It's it's to to do the nine to five. Well, it's to find a way, find a way to satisfy. It's a means to an end. Find a way to, to, you know, plug one thing into another. Make sure you can pay your bills. Make sure you can put food in the, on the table, you know, marry a pretty girl or guy, uh, whatever your flavor is, and have kids and whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's what, like, is, I don't know, is that the American dream? Is that, are we really missing it? Are we just being stupid? Is that really the American dream, just the ability to do that? Because honestly, a large part of the world, if we're talking 70% in poverty, a large part can't even do that. You know what I mean? No, yeah. No, I, I... I think that this, uh, when we came up with this topic, it's a lot tougher and a lot harder to answer than than I originally thought. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, we haven't even come up with a. I have a definition, you have a definition, then you bring something up like, yeah, okay, so maybe the American dream is just, you know, house, mortgage, dog, wife, family, you know, and then you work for forty years, you retire, you play on a golf course till you die, and then that's it. Yeah, you know, and then that's. And I think that's perfectly lovely and wonderful, and and maybe that is part of the American dream. And and the vast majority of the world would wish to pursue that route, which we right. have pretty easily available to to most Americans, you know. And some people would have to work harder at it than others, but it's certainly an option that most of us take. I think the American dream is Gary Dahl. Who's Gary Dahl? Gary Dahl is the mastermind behind the Pet Rock. Oh, well, yeah. Do you know what he? You know about the Pet Rock, right? Oh, I know about Pet Rocks. Yeah, it's just a rock. They put some minor decorations on it, included yeah. a, a, a like a handler's guide. Yeah. Do you know how much money that dude made? Fifty million. Pretty close. $56 million. Damn, I'm good. And by the way, folks, uh, I did not know that answer. Yeah. I did not know that answer. $56 million off of rocks that he put in boxes. I'm telling you. Isn't that incredible? And in the United States, I think that's the other thing, is that you got to capture. The reason Bat Dad is successful is because he found that thing that people were like kind of captivated about. All the YouTubers that are successful, they found whatever... It is. They found a niche that people are like. That's fascinating. Let me watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, the podcasts that are successful. Podcasts aren't even like a really big medium, right? But there's some people that do just fine off of it because they found something that people are in- interested in. They think it's quirky. They think it's weird. Or they're like, oh, that's that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. There's now, a I, guy. It doesn't matter what you do as long as yeah. you find a couple million people who think it's funny or think it's that's you know a, yeah want to tune into it either way. Yeah. You know the Bubba Teeth. You know, you know what Bubba teeth are? No, they're like these dumbass little like fake teeth that oh, you put yeah, on yeah. that yeah. make you look 
like your your Bubba Bubba, yeah. you know, like not Bubba Gump, but like your hillbilly Bubba out in the trailer, right? <laughs> this this guy, I watched this show. It's called How'd You Get So Rich. This guy, that's all he did. He, is he was some random schmo, and he knew a dentist who was throwing away a bunch of like jacked up dentures, and he's like, "Oh, this is kind of funny. It makes me look silly." He patented it, made like five hundred million dollars. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and now they have Bubba like uh, pacifiers for babies and all this stuff. The dude's just raking it in because he found something that people thought were was mildly amusing and were fine spending ten cents on or you know, whatever it was, yeah, a couple bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the American dream. I guess it is right now. I guess yeah. it is. That's the dream. And you just need to invent one random ass dumb thing. Let's work. We need we need a brain trust. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, send us your random ass dumb thing that can be invented, and yep. uh, we'll take all the credit. Yep, Curdy we'll and I will patent it. Yeah, we'll send you a postcard of us from a from a beautiful island that we bought. That we bought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we own. That I gifted. That I that gifted w- to AJ. I bought yeah. it for him for his birthday. And then we'll have dinosaurs roaming on it because we have that kind of money mm-hmm. that, that we now invented dinosaurs. So. You, you know who makes good. You know who makes a good, what am I trying to say, American dream uh, visualizations is the commercials for the Washington State Lottery. Oh, the uh, Department of Imagination. Yeah, the Department yeah. of Imagination. They advertise at all the Seahawks games. Yeah, yeah if, you and, win, uh, if you win a trillion dollars, you will move the Space Needle to your backyard. Or... Yeah, yeah, the stupid stuff that they do. But they got pretty good commercials, too. They do. I like the... Uh, Ah oh, shoot! What was I gonna say? I completely lost it. Is it the football one? No. Where the guy? The, what's the football the, one? The guy's like inside of basically uh, some defensive lineman, and it's basically oh, like yeah, a yeah. they're like robotic robot. suit. Like, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It's not that one. They do a couple of them. They do the guy who flies the squirrel suit from like his house down to the coffee stand that he owns, and uh, then ziplines back yeah. up. Nah, or the I other guy with the train. He's just got a train parked in his garage. And then and then he and he rolls it out to his mailbox and he gets the mail. <laughs> and then he rolls it back and they're like, What would you do if you had ten billion dollars? Right. I put go, it go go Department of Imagination. That's pretty cool, man. You know about memes? Yes. So the guy his name was this random dude and I think he was in Hawaii. He took a picture of his cat. And then just attached some funny quote to it. I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like, I has want cheeseburger or something like that. <laughs> and and it blew up. And he essentially created memes. And I don't know how he profited off of it, but he made millions and millions and millions of dollars. Hmm. And memes is one of my favorite ways to communicate with people. You want to be like, oh, sorry, you're sick. I just Google Sorry, you're sick memes, and then I send that to somebody. Yeah, send them like something funny, cheer them up a little bit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they are funny. They're perfect. That guy's beautiful. So, uh, I don't even know if this is the right time. I should probably wait, but for What's... some reason it reminded me that I needed – we need to do an amendment again oh, on no. you. Well, I did something? Yeah. Well, what did I, I do? I need to amend you for oh, you shoot. from our football episode. What did I do? Well, you claimed we were talking about the we were talking about Arrowhead Stadium in KC, and 
up at CenturyLink in Seattle, and then fighting for the loudest stadium, you know, okay. setting the record. Okay. And I think you claimed that Arrowhead had a hundred thousand people. I did. Okay. It only holds seventy nine thousand four hundred fifty one human beings. Bullshit. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I swear, I've always heard that they that they had like this gigantic stadium that held a hundred thousand. Well, maybe somehow they fit a hundred, but it's seventy nine thousand four hundred fifty one is the capacity that they that 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 they put out as a stat. And CenturyLink holds sixty seven thousand with a record of sixty eight, which I don't understand how they do this. How does it hold sixty seven thousand people, but then they set a record of sixty eight? Like what? Well, they they, they, they just sell let people in. No, they sell standing room seats, That's like beautiful. tickets. Yeah, during like like the playoffs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, well, they sell did. standing room tickets. Yeah. That's what they. That's where they set the record oh, well. was sixty-eight thousand against the Niners. Uh, I think two years ago in the playoffs. But um, well, but sorry, anyhow. beautiful people. I lied to you. I just well, like to feed out random dumb information that's uh, <laughs> inaccurate. It's kind of what we're good at, dude. Yeah. Um, but you didn't lie. I mean, that is twelve thousand more people than yeah. It's not thirty. Than the Seahawks, three thousand yeah. more people. No, but it's still. I mean, twelve thousand people is a lot of people. Well, then you got what uh, all the staff and those cheerleaders. There must have been twenty thousand cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. There could have been. Yeah, I, I wasn't there at the game that they claimed to have won, uh, the screaming war. But yeah, could have mm-hmm. been, man. Mm. Well, thanks, thanks for setting that right, bud. I ha- I had to. I wanted to make sure it was in my notes, and I mi- I skipped over it in the beginning, so. I wanted to well, make sure we got to it. Oh, well, we got it. Thanks. We want to. We want to be honest with people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they know that. So what? So we've kind of talked about if it's real, and and I think we agree that it is at some level. And but what we don't necessarily completely agree about, or even really know the answer to individually, is what it looks like now. Yeah. Right. But um, I. I I'd like to believe that the American dream is is real and that people, you know, they they want to come here. I mean, people obviously want to come here where people are running across the border all the time or, or sneaking in from Canada or what have you. Yeah. Or, you know, people are constantly immigrating to our country legally. Uh, so there, there's a draw to it. And what I find fascinating is a lot of those people that are immigrating – uh, especially the the ones that are doing it legally and can set up businesses, do very well. Yeah, they they have like a drive. Like I mean, think about all those, like the nail salons and yeah. the the well, like. Think about a lot of the gas station owners. The gas I mean, a lot stations, of gas stations yeah. are owned by Indians or owned by, um, and that's not meant in a derogatory way at all. No, that's, I think that's great. They, I think it's quite very impressive. Determined. Yeah. It is impressive, and they run it with like their family. You know what I mean? Like they have their kids working there, and they have their you know their wife does the books or whatever, or she works. And um, I'd be yeah, intimidated as hell to own a gas station. Yeah, like to to the prospect of trying to start one. Yep. And people come over from all these disadvantages, and like the American dream is that I could start a random ass gas station. Yep. And sell they, a bunch of soda out of a fountain machine. Yeah, they do kind of have a, a a motivation that is inspiring. You know what yeah. I mean? It's pretty cool to see that. Uh, and it makes me interested, man, because I've written business plans. You know what I mean? I've written business plans. They're hard. And I've I've looked into yeah. buying property or I've looked into doing different kind of franchising or whatever, whatever. And it is so scary to me. But these yeah. people just go out. Yeah, you're right. A lot of immigrants, let's say, from anywhere, 
um, will will do that, and not just immigrants. I mean, obviously, people here do it all the time. Too, ninety percent but... of the businesses in this country are small businesses, meaning they have less than twenty five employees. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, and that's amazing because that's what we really live on is small business. It's not. Sure. I mean, we have a bunch of big business that does run major parts of our country, but we also have around here, and at least in the Pacific Northwest, it's kind of a uh, definitely a push, I think, that to support local business, support Absolutely. small business, yeah, yeah, which is cool. But uh, yeah, that is cool. That's a fascinating thing to think about. Yeah, and all, so these people obviously had a drive to attain what they believed was the American dream, mm-hmm. and they came here and they made it happen. Yeah. And I and I think that. On some level, we've made our American dreams come true, and we're still attaining. I'm, I'm going to get that damn peacock. It's going to happen. I hope you, know you what do. I'm I will. will you, you name I'll it Curtis? You. I'll name it Curtis. That'd be cool, I'll t- dude. I'll tell you what, and then just for fun, we'll, we might eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what that'll is, be like... What does peacock taste like? I don't know. We'll find out. It'll be that's like, funny. that's the ceremonial, like, I, got, I finally got it. All right, bud, let's have barbecue. That's funny, man. Well, yeah. all right, bud. Well, I think uh, I think we kind of talked this one. Unless you got something else uh, you no. wanted to bring up, yeah. I already got my amending. That's the most important part. And we're trying to tone down these episodes. We've been talking about it because I know that uh, an hour we're going like an hour, an hour and ten minutes. So we were talking yeah. about how we wanted to keep episodes a little bit shorter to keep people give them. Sometimes most people's drive is not an hour to commute. We want people to listen on their way to commute. We want to be able to shout out our sponsors. We want to be able to well, give Nick Terrell some love. At and Nick. that's what I was going to say. That's the American dream. Yeah. Nick Terrell. Ooh, you know what? Nick Terrell is the American dream. Our sponsor, uh, our partner right now is uh, downtown. They're having a, like a, the Arbor Days, right? Is that what's going on? Labor Day weekend? Sure, Arbor Days. Yeah, yeah, Arbor Days goes, I don't know. goes on downtown. They have a lot of local small businesses. They set up tents down there or have their own like stand, and they sell products. They sell cool stuff. Cool. And I think I saw Nick's stuff online. He's posting it saying he's downtown. So if you're a local listener, uh, yeah. shoot downtown. And if not, you know where you can find him, uh, Nick Terrell, T-E-R-R-E-L.com, uh, mm. and on yeah. our website. So along with all of our social media, you can find on our website. And please hit us up. And if you want to uh, troll us, troll us. Yeah. We will talk shit right back to you. Yeah, we're good at it. We're fine. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't know how to spell the word your. <laughs> Use the wrong your, yes. I'm calling you. Yes. When you, when you were referring, uh, what was his name, Ryan? When Ryan you're, When Kroll. you were, are trying to say or you're trying to combine the words you and are like you are – there, it does change the form of the spelling and uh, and the way that it's put out there. But you know, yeah, you have to learn it, dude. If you're gonna be an asshole, at least have good grammar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, I could just pick you apart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, people, we love. We've been getting a lot of listens. I mean, relatively for us, I'm pretty stoked. It, it's it's some of the listens that we're getting, and the numbers are racking up there, and we're getting lots of likes. But uh, so you can find our show on all your favorite podcast apps. To include iTunes, Podcast Addict, and even now Stitcher, which is a really cool app. So uh, please let us know what you think. You know, like it, love it. Uh, don't do anything that says negative because uh, that hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rate our show and let us know how we're doing. Can we before we before we put a cap on it? Yeah, uh, we forgot a really important thing. We forgot to mention what? that 
the thing we've been jiving on people oh, for the past couple right. episodes saying we want your feedback. We want to be able to read emails live. Well, not live, but pre-recorded. And we want to be able to talk to you about what's going on. And we want you to hit us up on email. I put out a contest and I said, whoever sends me that first email, I'm going to send you one of our demo t-shirts yeah. uh, for free. I'm going to pay for it out of my own pocketbook. And pocketbook, I'm like 80 years old. I am oh, like four, I am. We Ryan, are 40. Ryan, Damn I am it, 40. Ryan. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to pay for it out of my own wallet. And, um, and we have somebody who, who was it who emailed us? What was her name? Uh, I think her name was Annalise. Annalise. Annalise Annalise Johnson, yeah. Oh, at a girl. Shout out, girl. And she was a blonde. That's right. A pretty cute blonde. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So we will be sending her a t-shirt of her choice, and um, we're going to pay for it here at Two Guys Drinking because we we put it up on the table. So you guys should check our stuff out on our website, too. And if you want something, then uh, barter for a deal on uh, maybe on Instagram. Maybe if you barter for a deal, maybe we'll hook you up with something. Yeah, absolutely. You can find all our stuff on uh, Red Bull, uh, two yeah. guys drinking. And we have a lot of cool t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, also on October 2nd, we're going to do our live show. I think we've uh, we've gotten enough subscribers. We've gotten enough love that uh, the Curdy and I are going to do it. So we're going to do a show on uh, – on. Uh, it will probably be on YouTube. I already set up the, uh, the channel. So that's two guys drinking is our channel and and then uh we'll blast everything out beforehand but look for that october 2nd tell all your friends uh get your questions ready shoot it to us at any time and then and uh and and it should be blast should be fun and we'll you'll have more episodes in between then where we can fill you in with exactly all all the details about it but yeah we really look forward to it show and we, we need more followers too so uh always get people to listen to the show and and mention it and we like to give shout outs if you guys hit us up on our social media we'll we'll make sure we uh give you some love Cool beans. Cool. All right. Two Guys Drinking is produced by Anthony Picard and Curtis Bashore. Executive produced by Lori Blewett. A special thanks to our graphics designer and web consultant, Chris Banning. Our wardrobe is brought to you by Christina and Megan. Set design by Dudes Gone Wild. Our awesome social <laughs> media campaign is spearheaded by Raven Ross and her team. Thanks to the beautiful state of Washington for accommodating our world headquarters. And no thanks to be paid to our executive intern, Robbie Robertson, who purposely put his pants on backwards, stating that it's easier to have a poop skis that way. Jeez, our great. <laughs> Our greatest heartfelt thanks goes out to you, our listeners. We hope you keep coming back and sharing the love. Peace. Peace. Tune in next time to experience the majesty that is Two Guys Drinking. One, two, three, clap.
Ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> Episode 10. Double digits. Mm. What's up, <laughs> friends? This is Kurt. Oh, okay. We can cut that. That's fine.